everybody. Welcome back to the Anime Summit Newscast. It's your favorite host, Mel Sam the Bomb. It is January 23rd, 2022. And yeah, I can't believe we're almost already in February already. I think uh, next week. Oh, yeah, next. Yeah, next, next newscast will still be in January, but the one after that will already be in February. Fun crazy. But yeah, not a lot of. Not a lot of news today because um, a lot of video game news and things like that and movie news are things that you've already heard about recently. Things about, you know, the Marvel Cinematic Universe and things like that and what have you that I covered a lot of on the last one with Sudi on our first newscast back. But I do have uh, some big things and then we're just going to the anime news and what have you. I finally kind of feel like that I'm just starting to get caught up on everything. All of the videos are on YouTube now. All of the, the the podcasts are on YouTube now. The only thing I couldn't put on there is the end of the new end of the year newscast special because that's four hours long. Um, but yeah, I might have to do a thing where I divide it into like I did with um, the the decade episodes and what have you. But anyway. Uh, dude, let's just get into it, right? Um, we'll save that for the end of that. Okay, Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask coming to Nintendo Switch Online next month. They just dropped Banjo-Kazooie on there. And so I haven't had a chance to play all of the N64 games on there. Um, but it does control a little weird, obviously. Um, and I thought, I thought that they made... I know they made, like, Nintendo and Super Nintendo controllers for the Switch... Like buying like Nintendo official ones that they made, and I don't I don't I thought they were gonna make an N sixty four one, but obviously if you have a Switch Lite that won't work too well I don't think, or will it I don't know I'm not sure but, um, I don't know N sixty four was such a great system but the controls, and the amount of like buttons on it were so freaking weird that, you know it's it's kind of hard to like emulate in any kind of way. That's you know what I mean. Like there are people out there who buy like the PC controllers that are N sixty four shaped, you know. Which like I don't blame them. You know, it just seems way easier. Um, aside from using a keyboard, you know, you could use the keyboard too because there's such a shit ton of buttons on your keyboard. But yeah, it's goofy. But yeah, I'm excited for that because uh, the few times I played Majora's Mask as a kid, I didn't really understand what was happening, so I just was like, I never played it. But I've always wanted to, so. Might give that a go. Um, okay, so actually, hold on. A couple more things. And these, are, these things are big things that all kind of run together. Amazon has revealed it, released a teaser of its Lord of the Rings series. And it is called Lord of the Rings, The Rings of Power. And the teaser was basically like this, you know, kind of molts, which you can ex- expect to be like molten gold. Or melted gold being poured into like a a cast and then it made the logo or whatever. And then like literally twenty four hours later they released a behind the scenes of how they did that. None of that was CG. That was all legit like molten like brass or whatever the fuck they were using. And they just like filmed it from like five different angles as it was being poured into the cast. And it was just fucking crazy. It was super cool. But yeah. Um I don't know what that means. So, like, if anyone's done more research on this, let me know. Um, 
Uh, oh, this is right here. I was going to say, like, what's the plot or whatever. The Rings of Power unites all the major stories of Middle-earth's Second Age. The Forging of the Rings, the Rise of the Dark Lord Sauron, the epic tale of Numenor, the last alliance of elves and men until now. Until now, audiences have only seen on screen the story of the One Ring. But before there was one, there were many, and we're excited to share the epic story of them all. Oh, okay. So, like, all the previous stuff where, like, everyone was given a ring and... Okay. That's actually pretty exciting. I would like... Because I thought, for some reason, I thought that it, they were just, like, remaking the, like, the Fellowship and, you know, the story of Frodo and stuff like that. Um, but, yeah, that's really cool. I'm ex- kind of excited for that. That'd be... That's going to be really sick. Um, Yu-Gi-Oh! Duel Master did a surprise drop. They originally were going to release it, like, in February, but now they've released it now, and you can play it right now. And I got a chance to play some of it today and get through kind of the intro stuff. Um, I'm really digging it. If you've played MTG Arena or, you know, Hearthstone or, you know, Pokemon Online TCG, it, it works exactly like that. You know, they that that's kind of what I appreciate about it, I guess, is because they're not trying to do anything unique. They know that it's been done before, and they're just like, you know what, we're just going to make what works and this is what works this is what people like so we're just going to do that but with our game and that's what they did they didn't try to do anything fancy or anything graphics are really smooth really nice it feels really satisfying when you click on a card and make it you know do something or attack or pop off feels really satisfying to like synchro summon link summon and fusion summon so really like it if you guys want to see some gameplay footage of that i will happily record some for the extra youtube channel and put it on for you kind of give you my review of it um, new state of industry reports reveals nearly 75% of devs surveyed aren't interested in NFTs. Now I've kind of given my opinion on NFTs before, not really necessarily on the newscast, but on our discord. And when I did, it was a really negative view of it. Um, and really, and I, I, I did kind of what I'm about to say about them is kind of what I said at the end of my rant on discord, but here's what I, here's what I think. Um, Aside from, like, what it takes to make and process them and how much, like, energy they're using on the Earth right now, um, I think we can all agree that that's shitty. Even people who even people who are into NFTs, I think, can agree that that's a shitty thing. Um, I guess, but I have read a ton of articles on many different kinds of websites that have said that they are, that they, they have been and have been trying to work on a new way to power them and process them and things like that. Um, one that will take like significantly less energy, just so much less energy. And I hope we get to that point soon. Um, that being said, I think the idea of them is for me personally, as an artist, I think is really, I think it's kind of, kind of lame. Um, I I don't know. I, I mean, it's, here's the thing. Here's here's what I do like about it, okay? You can... There are people out there, and this has happened, okay? This has been happening since the, the Renaissance times, okay? People have, like, repainted... Professional artists have, like, repainted paintings, uh, really famous paintings, and have stolen the original, you know what I mean? And sold them to, like, uh, black market collectors and things like that, okay? That has happened. That is... That's a legit thing that's happened, and there there's a bunch of conspiracy theorists out there 
who say that the Mona Lisa that's up there right now isn't even the real one. So, and who knows? You know what I mean? Um, I'm pretty sure it is. But, you know, to there have been attempts on 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 switching them as well. Uh, I'm pretty sure. I might be making the Mona Lisa one up, but I'm pretty sure for many other pieces, even like um, like American modern pieces, that that has happened. Um, and uh, with NFTs, it's like you're kind of buying the ownership in in a way where it's where it's kind of like when you buy a star and you have ownership of a star and you're given like a deed by the by the Department of Astrological Sciences or whatever the hell it's called you're given like a little deed that says you own this star at these coordinates and it's so vast and you can you know how can you tell which one is yours and whatever right but with NFTs i mean you can there is the way the system works and i'm explaining it really dumb because i can't explain it properly is you know there's a history of who had it who's had it what it's sold for and who currently has it and what you bought it for right and i think that part is cool in a sense where it's like if you see it anywhere else then you can go right to like the original code or data and be like no i own it you know what i mean um, that's kind of a neat idea, and I'll, I I don't really buy the whole this is the future of this and the future of this and the future of this. I don't really buy into that yet. Um, but I, I just I do think that the idea of ownership is really cool, um, especially since now in the age of the internet, you know, I could post a piece that I've done, you know, of, of a cute anime chick or something, and somebody will just be like, oh, this is cool, and they'll just right click and download it and upload it somewhere, and they could just say it's theirs. You know what I mean? Um, Obviously, there's ways to prove that it's not, and you know I could show anybody how I did it and where the original file is saved and things like that. Um, but you know that with with the internet running as rampant as it is, who wants to do all that? You know what I mean. Whereas with where you click on an NFT on most websites where you can buy and trade them and sell them and stuff, there is a list right there. You know. Um, I think because it's attached to crypto and it's attached to Ethereum that gives people a lot of negative connotations with it right away. And, and here's what I'll say here. I'll say this. I think most NFTs are actually super lame. <laughs> like, And by NFTs, I mean like, I mean like the actual art that I've seen. I think a lot of it is just lame. You know what I mean? And, you know, you could come at me and be like, oh, well, Sam, all you draw is like anime girls and whatever and uh, lewd, lewd guys boning each other and whatever, which is totally true. But there's like a market for that and people like it and I like it. So, you know, I don't really give a fuck. I'm not even trying to do anything unique. You know what I mean? There's a lot of people out there who do what I do. And some of these pieces that I see that are NFTs, like that that really famous one that everyone's memed where it's just like a monkey and I don't know, it looks like some kind of weird modern Warhol thing or whatever the hell. You know, no, I think the artist did a great job. I think it looks nice. It's fine. But it's just like, why do people, there's people actually out there who look at that and go, wow, what an amazing, such an amazing piece. Oh my God. And that's just weird to me. You know what I mean? Like that's me personally, I think that's weird, right? So when I see an NFT that I think is unique to that person, um, 
you know, like, oh, you can tell that this is by Alex Party. You can tell that this is by the graffiti artist Doak. You can tell this is by um, Vulcan, who's another graffiti artist. Um, you can tell this is by Skinner, you know, and I love Skinner. I think Skinner's great. When when it's an NFT unique to that artist, you know what I mean? Then I can kind of be like, oh, okay, sweet, you know. Um, but like some most of the ones I've seen are not things that are like original or unique to like those people. It's stuff I've seen other people do and whatever, right? Um, I have friends personally who have minted NFTs with their style of art and I know it's theirs. You know what I mean? I'm like, oh yeah, that's a that's that's your thing. That's like what you do. And where they've gotten their inspiration from, you know, I could probably find, maybe. But for now, the way I see it, it's, it's unique. I've never seen it before. It looks cool, right? So anyway, that's kind of my opinion on NFTs. I hope that that the artists who do art that is unique to them, they're the indie artists who, who are trying to make a paycheck off their art. You know, my personal friends who are indie artists trying to make a living off their art, I hope they make it. These people who are somehow making it with, like, a modern Warhol piece that's a fucking monkey with glasses, and they make $3,000, I think that's bullcrap. So, that's kind of me. I'm kind of in the middle. I don't hate NFTs. Um, I just think that it was a chance for for more indie artists and smaller artists to get their shit in the game, and it got taken over immediately by the modern modern art piece who put, like, a, a 3D cube square on their their nft and minted it and they're like there you go it spins around and moves a little bit cool you know what i mean like it's so lame and it sells for two thousand dollars and it's just weird to me that's weird to me so there you go that's how i feel about nfts any of my friends out there or listeners if i got any listeners out there who are trying to mint their artwork on nfts and you're, you're trying to get in the game I'm, I'm rooting for you, and I, I, I hope you do. I hope you get into your shit and you make money off your shit. That being said, I personally, me personally, if I had a friend who, and I've bought some art from my friends before, um, I, I would rather just buy an art print from them and hang it in my house. That's what I would rather do. I would rather support their art that way. Um, but that's just me. That being said, what that has to do with the video game industry, I have no idea. That was just an article I saw where they were just like, they did the the Game Developers Conference did a survey, and they said that 75% of devs aren't interested in NFTs. And that's because I think it's coming from the convo of there are companies out there where that are like going to do NFTs for their stuff. And there's already like Street Fighter ones out there, so it's like, oh shit, you know. Um, I don't know what Capcom has, like what their hand in it, in it is with those, but... The, this last thing I'm going to talk about is, this is the biggest thing, Microsoft has acquired um, Activision Blizzard. And I don't know, when we, whenever I talk about big companies acquiring other big companies on this newscast, of course I don't know all the details. Um, what I do know is what's in front of me, and I can just read uh, some of these articles that are in front of me. Um, how does Microsoft's $68 billion acquisition of Activision Blizzard stack up against others? Microsoft announced today, and I remember this is a couple days ago that I'm reading this article. It's from the 18th. Today that it is buying Activision Blizzard for a colossal $68.7 billion. And in doing so, it quickly launched itself to the higher end of expensive acquisitions. 
This brings franchises almost as big as that price tag, such as Call of Duty, Overwatch, Diablo, and World of Warcraft into the Xbox family. The future of these franchises and whether or not they become exclusive to Xbox consoles remains uncertain and is just one of the many unanswered questions following today's news. Uh, what's to become of Bobby Kotick, the CEO of Activision Blizzard, who reportedly knew for years of the company's history of sexual misconduct and harassment, which Activision Blizzard franchises made Xbox revive, which games will remain multi-platform, which will become Xbox exclusives. For now, we all must wait and see, and there's a good chance we don't get to see the answers until the transaction closes in the fiscal year of 2023. Um, however, one thing is known for sure is the price. Costing Microsoft $16.7 billion, this acquisition quickly rocketed up to some of the biggest in history, but just how big is it compared to the other video games? Um, what, about, what about compared to those made in other mediums, such as movies? Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a lot. It's, 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 it's a lot. That's a lot of money. Um, you know, Disney acquired Lucasfilm for 4 billion. Uh, Disney acquired Fox for 71.3 billion. That's probably like the highest, um, one of the highest acquisitions. Sony acquires Gaikai, um, for 380 million. Uh, Microsoft acquires Zenimax for 7.5 billion. So this is this is huge, okay? Um, it's huge. It's huge in a, in a bunch of different ways. Um, mainly for the questions I just asked, of course, or that the article asks. But also because Microsoft saw an opportunity of Activision Blizzard taking a dive, and they took it. Um, and what sucks is that, like, this Bobby Kodak guy is, like, they're going through all the changes and firing all these people, right? They're firing all these assholes, and he's still going to remain the CEO after knowing everything that was going on. Um, and I guess Bobby Kotick also recently came out and said, this is why the stocks on Overwatch 2 and Diablo 4 have dipped. And he literally blames everything else but himself. And then, then another article came out saying Overwatch 2 producer says Bobby Kotick cost the team months of development. And you just, with everything stacking up, you got to kind of start, like, narrowing who you're pointing the finger to. And, like, I, I don't even need to say it. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's just really weird. And so Phil Spencer, the head of Xbox, came out and said, Microsoft will talk with devs about reviving older Activision Blizzard franchises. Um, and now you have to remember too, that Activision Blizzard, before they became Activision Blizzard, Activision bought Harmonix and Harmonix were the people who made Guitar Hero. So they might, they might revive those. I would love that personally. I would love if they came out with a Guitar Hero controller that works for the PC, which like the wired Xbox 360 ones do, but they're hard to find now because everyone bought them for the that new uh, free software game. I forget what it's called. Loop Hero? Not Loop Hero. Um, fuck, I forgot. But um, that and, you know, they can make a new one for, like, that works for for all systems. You know, like how Hori makes... Uh, not Hori, but there's those, arc there's those companies that make arcade sticks that work for, like, both, you know, PlayStation and Xbox. 
I would love a guitar controller like that if they ever brought back Guitar Hero. And maybe they could, like, have a trilogy, you know, game version, like a Master Collection or a Master Collection of the original three or something. That would be cool. And, like, I'd play it. I would love to play those games again. That would be dope. But, yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. And I wonder, I wonder how it's going to go down. I wonder. Um, I will say this, though. Uh, you know, it, it's funny because, like, I haven't touched Overwatch since this, this stuff started. I think I was I was streaming Overwatch, like, the you know, a couple days after all the news were coming out. And I even said on the stream, I was like, man, I don't even know if I want to be playing this right now. And then I just I haven't played it since. And, yeah, I, I don't know. The... the the Chinese New Year event is coming up next week or this this coming week um, on Tuesday. And I just, I love, I normally play Overwatch again when the events happen. But now I just kind of don't care. I don't know. I just, I don't know. I, I really hope that Bobby Kodak, I really hope that Microsoft fires Bobby Kodak. I really hope that they do the investigating and they they see that Bobby Kotick is full of bullshit and they just ax him. I think that's what would be the best course of action. Uh, that being said, let's get into the anime news. Okay, links.animesummit.net. That's where you can find everything. Um, where to listen, where to watch. Subscribe to the YouTube and our Discord link as well. And uh, yeah, let's just jump right in, jump right in. Jujutsu Kaisen Zero anime film gets 4D Dolby Cinema screening starting on February 5th. Um, the film opened in Japan on December 24th. Um, but yeah, when that gets closer, I think we can probably we can probably go to Fathom Events and find IMAX screenings in Japan. Oh, this is not talking about worldwide. It's just Japan, I think. But I think I think I thought they said something about it opening everywhere else. But that being said. I will keep an eye out for you guys, of course, and let you know. The 49th Annie Awards cancels physical event, moves to virtual event on March 12th. The International Animated Film Society, ASIFA Hollywood, announced on Thursday that it's canceling its physical event for the 49th Annual Annie Awards and is instead hosting a virtual event that will live stream on March 12th at 10 p.m. EST. So, yeah, there you go. Uh... Aheran-san Wahakaranai Romantic Comedy Anime reveals more cast, song artists. Um, yeah, this anime looks really cute. Uh, the teen romantic comedy follows the indecipherable daily life of short and quiet Reina Aharen and Raido, who sits next to her in class. Aharen is not so good at gauging the distance between people, or personal boundaries, and Raido initially sensed some distance between the two of them. Then one day, when Raido picked up the eraser that Aharen dropped, the distance between them suddenly became uncomfortably close. Um. Yeah, I don't, I don't really know how, what that means, but I, yeah, the she looks like a short, really short chick, kind of like uh, Futaba from uh, My Senpai is Annoying. She's like a really short girl. Um, it looks kind of cute. I really dig this art style. Um really really cute clean kind of bubbly uh so yeah i'm excited for that shuisha launches new online manga site yoi comic shuisha launched a new manga platform yoi comic as part of its media site yoi on wednesday 
uh, Shoisha had launched the two or launched the Yoi Wellness media site in September based on the theme of body, mind, and sex, and trying to answer the question of why it's difficult to talk to friends and family about these subjects. Yeah, you know, in Japan, they they make it all weird. They're always like, "Oh well, if I call you by your first name, that's lewd." Uh, and that's just the culture, you know. And I'm, I don't mean to make fun of it, but it's kind of I, I have to laugh a little bit because, you know, it's just the culture, you know. Um, but uh, yeah. So, Yoey comic. It's exciting. Alice Gear Agus game gets TV anime. Uh, yeah, this is another cute girls with huge weapons uh, gotcha game, and they are making a little OVA. Um, but yeah, Alice uh, Gear Agus. If you've, it's a smartphone game, and it's getting a television anime. So if you're into that game, there's an OVA coming out. Um, I forgot to mention this in the last newscast because the last newscast I was trying to like catch up on all the things I missed, and of course I, I'm obviously gonna miss some things because I was out for you know the last however many months. But um, Fruits Basket Prelude film offers new manga and epilogue to film goers. Yeah, there's a there's a Fruits Basket movie coming out called Fruits Basket Prelude, and. The, it will tell the story of of uh, Toru's mom and dad up until the point where they had Toru and uh, whatever. I don't think it will depict her her death or anything. I think it will. Oh, sorry, that's a spoiler. Woo, that's a spoiler. Um, well, actually, no, that's not a spoiler. You kind of knew that. Yeah, you, yeah, that's how the story starts. That's how Fruits Basket starts. Her mom passed away a year before. Anyway, um, I don't think it will depict... I think it will just depict, like, when... Probably up until when her dad dies, which is also not a spoiler, by the way, because she says, like, that in the beginning. Um, but, yeah, it, it's called Fruits Basket Prelude, and I'm very excited for that. Same studio and everything, so... A sentence of a bookworm anime season three. This is spring hype for you, so if you're into a sense of a bookworm like Nick and Danny are, season three, there you go. Shikamori is not just a cutie. Anime delayed by one week to April 9th. So, yeah, this is not starting at the end of March or beginning of April. This is well, the second week of April now, I believe. So uh, there's a new quasi-state of emergency happening in a lot of Japan right now because of COVID. So there's a lot of delays gonna, that are going to happen. I know 831, second promo video re- reveals theme songs. Um, the anime will premiere on January 30th. Um, let's see. I don't think it says the plot here, but anyway, it's the tagline of the, the key visual says who restarted time when it stopped. And it's like, uh, they describe it as, uh, they describe it as socially conscious youth crime adventure story. So, uh, Kamiyama is co-directing uh, Blade Runner and Black Lotus, and they are. Uh, he is also directing the Lord of the Rings, the War of Rohirrim prequel feature film, and yeah, he's directing uh, this Kenji Kamiyama. Kenji Kamiyama. Uh, the House of the Lost on the Cape anime film wins at the seventy six Mainichi Film Awards. Mainichi Shimbun. Newspaper announced the winners of the 76th Annual Mainichi Film Awards on Thursday, 
And, uh, yeah, the winner was actually looking for Magical Girl Doremi. So there you go. Um, but, yeah, the House of the Lost on the Cape uh, won a different category, I guess. Uh, did you an anime film? Uh, oh, this year's Best Animation Film Award. Oh, wait, so this is for 2022, technically, or... That's really weird. So 2021 was Looking for Magical Girl Doremi. 2020 was... Uh, Children of the Sea. Um, all this year's awards will be held on February 15th. Okay. But yeah, I haven't seen that movie. Uh, if you have, let me know. Tokyo Avengers manga tops 50 million in circulation. Enough said. Latest chapter was... Latest chapter is getting hype. It's getting hype. Uh, Crunchyroll Funimation to release Fate Grand Order Solomon anime film. The official English website for Fate Grand Order smartphone game revealed on January 16th that Crunchyroll and Funimation... We'll release the Fate Grand Order Final Singularity Grand Temple of Time Solomon anime film. The announcement did not reveal the release date. So yeah, if you're into that Grand Order. Shenmue anime reveals trailer cast visual February 6th premiere. So here's some more. Uh, this is kind of like late winter, I guess. So like in, in a couple weeks is when this comes out. It's a Crunchyroll original. Um, if you've never heard of Shenmue before, it was a great second Dreamcast game. Um, you know, video game adaptations don't always do the best, you know, but this is such a widely respected, like, video game from, like, for 2000s kids and 90s kids that, you know, hopefully they don't mess it up. Uh, next, Space Battle Yamato remake anime is called Be Forever Yamato Rebel 3199. Star Blazers. Um, but, yeah, that's really cool. I have no experience with Battleship Yamato at all, and I really want to watch it, so I'm going to do that. Um, MBS president comments on possible season two for Jujutsu Kaisen anime, which is weird because I thought they already did that. I thought they already announced that. I posted, like, this key visual, like, a couple weeks ago, and and Sen had was like, no, Sen had commented, I was like, no, that's a fan-made key visual. It looks amazing, though, and I was like, oh my god, I thought it was real. Like, that's how amazing it was. But, yeah, I thought they had already announced one, but apparently not. Um, I thought th- I thought it was pretty obvious that they were going to make it. I mean, it's really popular. Um, but they were working on the film, you know, so who knows. Kazu Tomo Ichitomo's Handyman Saito in Another World manga gets TV anime. Um, the heartwarming Another World fantasy manga centers on Saito, an ordinary handyman who is reincarnated into Another World. He forms a dungeon exploring party with Railza. A beautiful and strong warrior, Morok, a powerful magician, um, and Lafanpan, a cute but miserly fairy. His handyman experience is helpful for when they need to open a lock chest or fix their armor. Yeah, it seems kind of cute. Um, like a nice, kind of a nice idea. It's another easy guy, so it's like, uh, but you know. Hairpin Double Anime for Okayama International Circuit airs on February 4th. The Okayama International Circuit announced on Wednesday that an anime commemorating the 30th anniversary for the racing circuit will air on BS Fuji on February 4th, 12.30 a.m. This is like Sentai, Transformation, Magical Girls, and I think they turn into like, it's like a battle action centers on five transforming heroines whose mission is to protect a racing circuit. And monsters come up and they're like, no. So yeah, it's like uh, cute girls battling big monsters. Big weapons transformation. Awesome. 
Sailor Moon commemorates 30th anniversary with museum and collabs. Nako Takeuchi's Sailor Moon manga is celebrating its 30th anniversary with a score of new events and collabs. So the, one of the first collabs that came out is Sailor Moon Eternal and Sanrio characters. Um, really cute. Um, I don't know if they are going to... They haven't really said in this article what else they're doing. Um, but yeah, you should... Keep an eye on it, and I'll be sure to update people. Whenever there's an anniversary for things, there's a lot of different things that come out. So, also have Kirby's and uh, Kirby's anniversary, and now Sailor Moon. So, gonna get a lot of stuff. Crunchyroll announces nominees for the sixth annual Anime Awards, and the nominees are. Oh, that's a lot of fucking. Actually, you know what? Let's save that for the end. Let's save that for the end. Uh, Bell and Evangelion 3.0 plus 1.0. Jujutsu Kaisen 0. Nekuko Sing a Bit of Harmony. Uh, excuse me. <clears throat> and more nominated for 45th Japan Academy Film Prizes. Um, that's pretty cool. So, Japan Academy, I know. It's, I think that's different from the Oscars, so... Bochi the Rock, TV anime, cast Sayumi Suzuhiro. Um, the manga story follows Hitori Bochi-chan, loner Goto, a lonely high school girl whose heart lies in her guitar. She does nothing every day except strum her guitar by herself at home. However, she happens one day to meet Nijika Ichiji, uh, who is looking for guitars for her group named Kesoku Band. So another girl's playing in a band show. I'm all about that. So ever since K-On, I've been all about that shit. Data Live 4 trailer, April debut. So in springtime, we're getting Data Live 4. Very cool. Um, I still haven't seen Part 3. So, or Data Bullet. So I gotta watch them. There's the nominees, the 10 nominees for the 15th Manga Taisho Awards. The executive committee for the 14th Manga Taisho Awards listed this year's 10 nominated works on Monday. Uh, here we go. Uh, Umiga Hashiri Endroll by John Terichin. Uh, Oshino Ko, which was also nominated last year by Aka Akasaka and Mengo Yokari. Ono Hoshi by Yamawayama. Jiten, Jiten Shaya San no Takahashi kun by Arare Matsumushi. Darwin Jihen by Shun Umezawa. Dan Dadadan by Yukinobu Tatsu. Uh, Chikyu no Undo no Sute by Uoto. Trillion Game by Ryochi Ikigami and Richiro Inagaki. Hira Yasumi by Keigo Shinzo. And Look Back by Tatsuki Fujimoto. So, yeah, there you go. Uh, those are the 10 nominees for the Taisho Manga Awards. Let's do the Crunchyroll Awards. Let's talk about these. Okay. Uh, this was a while ago, and this is like four days ago, five days ago when they released this. So they announced the nominees for open voting and six annual awards on Tuesday, leading in nominations. Uh, when does voting close? Did it say? Oh, voting is open until January 25th, and you can vote each day for their favorite choices. So you probably already heard of these, um, and you probably already voted. Hopefully you did. If not, go do it right now as you're listening to this. Um Hopefully you're listening to this on the day it comes out and not, you know, uh, 
when it's too late because <laughs> it's January 23rd right now. Or, well, it's 24th right now. You're listening to this on the 24th. Um, but, yeah, let's just go over them kind of give an overview of what we got going on. Best film, Bell, Evangelion 3.0 plus 1.0 The Rest Upon a Time, Demon Slayer, Kimetsu no Yaba the movie, Mugen Train, Josie the Tiger and the Fish, Shirabako the movie, Words Bubble Up Like Soda Pop. Yeah, my vote is always going to go to Thrice Upon a Time. Absolutely. Uh, best Comedy, Don't Toy With Me and Miss Nagatoro, Heaven's Design Team, Comey Can't Communicate, Life Lessons with Unamichi Onisan, Dragon Maid S, Odd Taxi. Best Romance, B-Stars, Fruits, Bas- Fruits Basket, The Final, uh, Miss Nagatoro, Horimiya, Comey Can't Communicate, The Duke of the Death and His Maid. Best Drama, 86, Fruits Basket, The Final, Kageki Shoujo, Odd Taxi, To Your Eternity, Wonder Egg Priority. Best Fantasy, Jobless Reincarnation, Core 1, of course. Ranking of Kings, That Time I Got Reincarnated in Slime Season 2. Case Study of Vanitas, To Your Eternity, Wonder Egg Priority. Best Action, Attack on T- Titan Final Season Part 1, Demon Slayer, Kimetsu no Yaya Mugen Train Arc, Jujutsu Kaisen Core 2, SSS's Dinazanon, Vivi Florite's Eye Song, Wonder Egg Priority. Best Ending Sequence, uh, Attack on Titan, Titan Final Season Part 1, uh, B-Stars, Demon Slayer, Mugen Train Arc, Shadow's House, Skate the Infinity, and So I'm a Spider, So What? Best OP, Attack on Titan Final Season Part 1, B-Stars, Jujutsu Kaisen Core 2, Dragon Maid S, Odd Taxi, and Tokyo Avengers. Best VA Performance. These are English VAs, okay? Or North American VAs. Uh, Brittany Cox is Fina from Pirate Princess. Laura Bailey is Toru Honda from Fruits Basket. Adam MacArthur from as Yuji Itadori from Jujutsu Kaisen. David Wald as Ainosuke Shindo from Adam Skate the Infinity. Or, no... Ainosuke Shindo slash Adam from Skate the Infinity. Matt Shipman as Reiki Kian from Skate the Infinity. And Anairis, An- Anairis, if I say your name wrong, I'm so sorry. Quinones as Rika Kawai from Wonder Egg Priority. Best VA performance in Japan. Ayane Sakura as Gabby Braun from Attack on Titan. Yuki Kaji as Aaron Yeager from Attack on Titan. Kyoshi Kobayashi as Daisuke Jigen from Lupin the Third Part Six, Natsuki Hanae from as Otokawa from Odd Taxi, Aoi Yuki as Kumiko from Soma Spider So What, and Kanata Aikawa as Ayoto from Wonder Egg Priority. Best character design: um, Tadashi Hinamatsu for Jujutsu Kaisen, Baku Kinoshita and Hiromi Nakayama for Odd Taxi, Atsuko Nozaki for Ranking of Kings, Michinori. Michinori Chiba from Skate the Affinity, Lounge Draw, and Yuji Takahashi from VV Fluorite's Eye Song, Saki Takahashi from One Drag Priority. Um, oh, there's a lot more. There's a lot more here. <laughs> um, let's skip these. Skip these. Um, best fight scene Aaron Yeager versus the Warhammer Titan, Naruto Uzumaki versus Ishiki Otsuki. Otsuki. Yuji Itadori and Aoi Toto versus Hanami. Yuji Itadori and Nobara Kugasaki versus Eso and Kichizu. Alma versus Toru in Dragon Maid S. And Vivi versus Yugo in Vivi Florite's Eye Song. 
Best Animation, Mugen Train, Jujutsu Kaisen, Dragon Maid S, Jobless Reincarnation, Vivi Florite's Eye Song, Wonder Egg Priority. Um, best Boy, we have Senku from Dr. Stone, uh, Izumi from Horemiya, Orokawa from Odd Taxi, Boji from Ranking of Kings, Ken Draken Ryuguji from Tokyo Avengers, and Manjiro Maiki Sano from Tokyo Avengers. Best Girl, we have uh, Vladalina Millies from 86, Toru Honda from Fruits Basket, Nobara Kugisaki, Sarasa Watanabe, Shoko Komi from Komi Can Communicate, and Ayoto from One Direct Priority. Anime of the Year, 86, Attack on Titan Final, Jujutsu Kaisen, Odd Taxi, Ranking of Kings, and Sunny Boy. Yeah, the fact that Wonder Egg Priority is not on there is highly fucked up. The fact that 86 made it on there over Wonder Egg Priority is mega fucked up. I think it's just... Every time Crunchyroll does these awards, man, they just don't know what the fuck they're doing, in my opinion. That being said, I know there was some argument and discourse over it in our Discord. Not argument. No one was arguing, but people were all kind of on agreement that, like, they don't know what the fuck they're talking about. But yeah, I agree. They don't know what the fuck they're talking about. That being said, I love you guys very much. And, uh, thanks to you for listening every week. And um, I'm glad to be doing the newscast again. I know this was a bit shorter one. But, uh, yeah. Thank you for listening. I've been Simon. This has been the Anime Summit Newscast.